Let's talk with Trenton Nelson. And we are joined this morning by three absolutely brilliant individuals, Aaron Carlson Mast, the CEO of the Lincoln Presidential Foundation, as well as Josh Hester and Kevin Christensen from the Storyteller Studios. We're here to discuss the Warning Signs film series. You may have heard of it, you may not have. This might be your first time, but it won't be your last time, I assure you. It is nominated for a regional Emmy, and we need to know more about it. And by we, I mean the community. So Aaron Carlson Mast, Josh Hester, Kevin Christensen, thank you for coming on the show today. Thank you for inviting us on, Trent. We Thanks appreciate much, it. Trent. It's, it's our pleasure. We love a good historical conversation, especially as it relates to our community. So let's jump right in, and this is for everyone and anyone, and we can even go in, in order. Tell us about the Warning Sign film series. Tell us what it entails. Tell us about it and, and how we feel about it, having having created it. That's a great question, Trent. Our, our goal in doing this project was to share compelling stories of what Lincoln was witnessing throughout the 1850s. So that's the period of time after his first term in Congress ends and before he's elected to the presidency. And we wanted to do this in a way that made them really easily digestible. So the four short films average about seven minutes each. You can watch them all at once or in bite-sized moments if you like. And we were able to do this thanks to generous support from Iron Mountain. So part of the part of the impetus for doing this that I think many of your listeners might appreciate is that I've, I've lost count at this point how many times I've heard someone say, our nation is more divided than ever. And as any historian can tell you, times of deep division really aren't new. And it can help take a step back and look at history. And for this project, we took a giant step back to the 1850s. You know, so much attention is often placed on the Civil War itself. We wanted to dig into what happened before then in the 1850s, which was a period of really intense political change, division, and even violence. And it's also fascinating to look at, at this period because it's it's where we can see what really spurred Lincoln back into politics and how he was responding to what he saw as threats to freedom, equality, and our nation's direction and experiment and self-governance. That is, I think, a fantastic point, Erin, because... Again, we concentrate so much on the union breaking up once Lincoln is elected. But how did we get there? How how did we get from historically, from the history books? It seems as though we're in 1824 after being in 1800, after being in 1786, and all of a sudden we're in 1860. And there's all this time that we don't get a great explanation on. We have a bit about Texas. We have a bit about Kansas. We have a bit about Dred Scott. But... Nothing is ever, it doesn't ever seem to explain to the people well enough how we get to a place where the country is ready to go to war against one another. How, making this film, how did you all learn about these moments, putting them in onto the silver screen? Well, Trent, Erin and her team did a fantastic job assembling just a cadre of world-class scholars that just were so knowledgeable about Lincoln and about this time period. And one of the things that we want to do with this uh, video series is to give our viewers the sense of being able to have a conversation with these really smart people. And so what we did was, as I sat down to interview them, we shot the interviews through a series of glass mirrors that essentially allowed the scholars to talk to me and answer my questions, but also essentially they're looking right down the barrel of the lens. And so the viewer, they're essentially talking to the viewer, and the viewer's going to get the sense of talking and having a conversation with people who just really know a lot about Lincoln and were able to give a lot of insight into this period. And what about Abraham Lincoln have we taken away that really touches 
people really connects them to these experiences, to these moments, to to his feeling. Because I think it's quite unique amongst amongst leaders that there's this real emotional connection that people form when learning about the 16th president. I think that's a great point, Trent. And I think part of it is that, and in this series, we also try to keep Lincoln's humanity central to the storytelling. So yes, we're talking about Supreme Court decisions like Dred Scott and the Compromise of 1850 and the Kansas-Nebraska Act and speeches and debate, but it's also about understanding the sense of what Lincoln was grappling with as a person, when to jump back into politics. You know, is it because he was disagreeing with something or is it because he thought there were actually incorrect decisions being made that were just based in bad policy, for example? And so we found and Storyteller Studios did a tremendous job finding ways to convey Lincoln's humanity throughout the program. In addition to the four amazing scholars we had, we also got to work with actor Fritz Klein, who portrayed Lincoln for us in these films. That Fritz, uh, a Lincoln presenter, he's been portraying Abraham Lincoln for, I'm not sure, but probably decades now. And he is so well-researched, he knows so much about Abraham Lincoln, that he could easily just tell you or, you know, and act out what Lincoln might have felt or thought about any of those events that were happening at the time. But there's this great moment when we were filming in the Abraham Lincoln home, National Historic Site, where Fritz was sipping on a cup of tea. And it was, uh, of course, not actually filled with any liquid, but he was pretending to sip. And he did this thing where he, you know, as he raised to his lips, he sort of recoiled as if the tea was too hot and it had burned his lips. And I just thought that was such a great little moment because it really brought out the human element of Lincoln and it reminded everyone that, you know, he was a, a person too. And he probably did, you know, burn his lips on tea at some point. So little things like that really brought Lincoln to life. And I, I'm just, it was such a pleasure to be able to capture that sort of thing. Let's talk with Trent R. Nelson. We are here with Aaron Carlson Mast. Josh Hester and Kevin Christensen, thank you all so much for coming down and speaking with us. So, right, the the feeling from that answer is really such that Lincoln's humanity links him to others. His relatability, even as an individual who somehow was able to win the presidency after being a one-term congressperson out of office for for quite some time. These are all things that are more relatable to a lay individual than to a politician in the sense of our modern idea of them. That is incredibly romantic. <laughs> yeah, well, Trent, that's a good point. And I think there's a Lincoln quote, and I'll, I'll paraphrase it because I don't think I'll get it exactly right, where he talks about wanting to be esteemed by his fellow man by rendering himself worthy of that esteem. So he never loses sight of the fact that this is a government of the people, by the people, and for the people. And that comes through in this series that he, you know, when he's disagreeing with other politicians, it's about feeling that they've sort of either they're misinterpreting the founders, which is an argument that we still hear politicians and everyday citizens making today about disagreeing on the founders' intent, for example, but that you're, you know, it's when it's losing sight of for whom and by whom this nation exists. And so it's, it's interesting to see those moments where he's really drilling down into that and wrestling with these ideas and, and trying to convey not only what he thinks is right, but why he thinks it's right, which is fascinating. And thank you so much for that answer, because it is, I think, such a testament to, to him that he was so relentless in pursuing 
what he believed was right. And to your point, Aaron, there he was challenging what the perceived standard of political discussion and ideas were at the time. He was convinced that the Declaration of Independence is this ideal document that the Constitution did not live up to and that should be shaped as public opinion allows better towards that point moving forward. And certainly he was not, that was not the popular idea for for many uh, Whigs and uh, Democrats and He was certainly a brave individual. And while this Warning Signs film series is in the process of uh, as a nomination for a regional Emmy, it's already received national praise and awards, has it not? That's right. Thanks, Trent. It's in addition to the nomination, which we're very excited about. It's won an award of distinction from the Academy of Interactive and Visual Arts in New York. And it's also won gold and silver telly awards, including Best History Series, which is another national award. So we're, you know, we we never, when we set out to make this, we never could have expected this kind of overwhelming response. And it's very gratifying that the film series has gotten that kind of response, not only from industry organizations, but the response from viewers has been overwhelmingly positive too. In fact, one of the one of the only criticisms I've heard is that when the series ends after the fourth one, people want more and they're disappointed that it doesn't continue on. But we're we're taking care of that. We've wrapped filming on a second series that will be coming out in the in future months. Well that that's incredible because if there's a period in American history that is less known than the ten years leading up to the Civil War, I would say that it's the forty years after to the Civil War <laughs> because people just don't know enough and 1876 is very important, especially in today's time period. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what you guys get up to in the future because, again, this film series, The Warning Signs, really tells the history that as our American history continues to expand, as there becomes more history to tell, we often lose sight of those important moments that that younger generations of Americans once considered to be incredibly crucial. Absolutely. And it's not uncommon for us to get the reaction, I didn't know about this part of history. Why wasn't I taught this? And and that's regarding specific events and individuals that we cover in this series. And in some cases, Trent, maybe they weren't taught that history, or maybe it was forgettable. Maybe it was just a line or a sentence here or there as part of a bigger chapter that they had to study. Um, but Another issue is that the history, our history work is never done. There are always new sources to rediscover that were maybe lost or forgotten or ignored in the past. And so being able to bring that current scholarship and um, and talk about those primary sources with the public through this series is a really important part of what we do and something I think this series in particular does very well. Let's talk with Trent R. Nelson. We are here with Aaron Carlson Mass, the CEO of the Lincoln Presidential Foundation, as well as Josh Hester and Kevin Christensen of the Storyteller Studios. Thank you all so much for coming down and spending some time with us this morning. If I could follow up quickly on Please. Aaron's last comment, because I, I think it's important. You know, the mission of Aaron and her team at the foundation is to make sure we're keeping uh, Lincoln's legacy alive. And this series is just one of the ways that they accomplished that mission. They're, they're doing far more very interesting, compelling things as well. But as Aaron said very wisely, history, this is not just a story from history. This is, this is a story that asks questions of us. What can we learn from this 10-year period leading up to an era where our union was in peril? 
And I think that's what Lincoln was tormented by, for lack of a better word. But I also think part of the reason that we're getting such positive reaction to this series from audiences that have seen it today is because we're kind of hungry for this idea that, you know, the maybe we walk around with the assumption that the the events and the division that we're experiencing in America today is, is unprecedented, you know, we hear that word now all the time, but it's not really unprecedented, which begs the question, when has it happened before and, and what can we learn from the people that experienced it at the time? And it comes to this 10-year period leading up to the presidency, obviously, Abraham Lincoln, what he was thinking and saying about these issues was, you know, the sort of single source of truth for that, right? So I, I think that's been interesting for all of us. And at the end of the day, you know, that's why Kevin and I and everyone here on the team at Storyteller, that's why we do what we do. We want to ask questions with our work of the audience. What can we learn from this? What matters? That's so well said. And I think, you know, an aspect of this is we're always asking questions in history. And sometimes we learn different kinds of questions that we might ask that can still relate to what we're going through today and maybe encourage us to think about things from a different perspective. And one of our takeaways for the public for this series is that, yes, our present was shaped by our past and we cannot change history, but we can learn from it to shape a better future for all of us. Beautifully put by everyone. Absolutely. Well, as usual, Aaron summed up my very lengthy, clumsy comment in like two sentences. So you can see why we work, why we we like working with Aaron so much. <laughs> well, and that that feeling's mutual. I think that um, you know there are so many different ways we can share stories from the past, and a documentary series can be a very effective way of doing that. And we're we're thrilled that we were able to work on this project together with the Storyteller Studios. And I'll also say, Trent, that Aaron mentioned the next series, and, you know, it's important to us. We're, we're not going to give anything away, but um, it is about uh, Lincoln's Lyceum Address, which is mm-hmm. uh, a, a speech that he gave in Springfield um, much earlier than this time period, actually, when he was a much younger man. So in terms of uh, giving us a window into a period of history that, that we don't have the opportunity to think about too often. This will certainly be um, that, and uh, we're really excited about it. Well, and I'll, I'll just add to that in keeping with our, you know, shining a light on the past so that we can learn more about our present. The theme of that speech, as many of your listeners may know, Trent, is on public trust in public institutions and fortifying public institutions. And it's also true that based on all the major surveys out there, trust in public institutions is at an all-time low since that's been being recorded. So we're very interested in digging into this and sharing some of both the history and context of that address and the lessons we can learn from it for today. The old credibility gap. Yeah. I look, Indeed. I look forward to hearing about it. You usually get that conversation when you get to Johnson, Lyndon, not Andrew, but I, yeah. I, I'm certainly looking forward to that. There, I, I would happen to agree with you, of course, as well. Sometimes I feel as, as though we are too disconnected from the natural world to appreciate what the cooperation that we have created allows for us to, to do. Mm. Allows mm. allows mm-hmm. for us to be. Aaron Carlson Mass, 
Josh Hester, Kevin Christensen, thank you so much for coming on the program this morning. When can we expect to know if the warning signs has brought in more hardware? Uh, that's a great question. So there will be a uh, awards gala, an in-person ceremony for that, that takes place at the end of September. September 30th, is September, that correct? Yes, September 30th. Excellent. Well, we But you know, it's an honor have... just to be nominated, Trent. <laughs> well, that's us. <laughs> Brilliant. And uh, in the meantime, uh, Trent, I think we'd be remiss if we didn't say that we you you know you can view the warning signs video series on the LincolnPresidential.org website right now. So I'd encourage all your viewers to go and do that. We would be remiss if that was not mentioned. <laughs> and viewers, listeners. You are encouraged to go watch that now so that you can be fully informed, learn a little bit about a really important period in American history, and and learn something about our own time, because that is the best part of looking through the reflective glass of history, is, is seeing ourselves. And, and we are so appreciative to have all three of our lovely guests on today. Thank you all for coming down. Thank you, Trent. It was Trent. a pleasure. Yeah. Thanks so much. We're going to talk again to you, I, I promise. Aaron Carlson Mass, Josh Hester, Kevin Christensen. The Warning Signs film series, four videos, all about seven minutes-ish long. Go check them out. Let's talk with Trent R. Nelson.